from Dimension Z. Joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good. How you doing? Awesome. I'm ready for the extraordinary origin story of Pearl. Yeah, we just saw this. It is opening day. We didn't even have to wait a week like we do for scheduling a lot of times. And so it took a little bit of time because I had to run to Walmart to pick up a birthday card. <laughs> and so had a little time to think it over. Now we're here to talk about it. Yeah. So yeah, this is a fresh watch for us. So just as the other ones that we do that with. Little things might be a little amiss here and there just because we just watched it for the first time. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to pause or rewind or anything like that. Which I wanted to say, speaking of, when we did our X, because X was a live one like this, where we uh, saw it and then immediately recorded about it. Yeah. Um, I think I gave X like a six. I would definitely bump that up to like an eight now, I think. I was going to say, X is a movie I wish we gave more time. Because even as that week went on, I started thinking about like, man... X is sticking with me. And, you yeah. know, like, we watch so many movies, it takes a lot for it to stick with you because we're going through this so much. Right. So X wouldn't leave my mind. And then when it came out on Blu-ray and DVD, I think in the episodes, I, was, ah, I might pick it up or something. Mm -hmm. I did right as soon as I could find it. And I picked it up. And I've rewatched it a couple times. And X just keeps shooting up for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely one. When I first saw it, I was kind of dismissive. I'm like, meh. But like you said, I kept thinking about it. Like, opening day, went and bought the last Blu-ray they had at Target, and have probably seen it, like, four times by now. Yeah, so that's one that, just, I didn't dislike it either. I still gave it above passing and everything. Oh, yeah. I, I did do a recommend watch, but yeah, the more of it, I'm like, man, I really liked what they did there. So, Pearl, I had a fun time going into, because, one, it's crazy that we already have two movies of this franchise that were both released theatrically within the same year. Not even within a year of themselves, both within 2022. Well, I remember even, like, Friday the 13th, Part 4 and 5 are, like, ten months apart. This is quicker than that. <laughs> yeah, and it's already a confirmed trilogy. Yeah, because Maxine XXX is coming out. So when we saw X, I remember, we the movie ended, we're like, a24 is not doing post-credits, and we left. And they did, and that was the announcement for Pearl, which we are brought us today and this time we said i told brett i said what i said like we are staying even if it looks like there is none and we did and they run it to the end it's not like a mid-credit stinger or no. anything it's end end you think it's done it's after the copyright and everything and yet i do like real quick just to touch on the maxine like teaser at the end i enjoy the vhs quality that they do with it because it's i think 1985 it's set in yeah and um it's basically like maxine but it's uh the Hollywood sign, and it's like the do -do 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 like the super eighties music. It has like almost looks like the Maximum Overdrive font. Yeah, exactly. like that metallic. Yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna be really good. And I just see VHS quality, and I'm like, oh yay! <laughs> <laughs> so Pearl was filmed alongside X because this was during COVID pandemic and everything back when like you could not have large gatherings of people unless you all took tests, and when you took tests, then you had to quarantine for two weeks so he was quarantining for two weeks ty west and he's like we're already here we have the set and everything and he wrote uh pearl and gave it to mia goth who played maxine and uh old pearl in x like played against herself and 
they wrote the origin to Pearl. They're like, let's just film it now while we're here. And he, the budget got approved by the studio. They gave him more money to do that one too. And so they just marathoned X and Pearl together. That's awesome. I was it originally, I don't know if you know, but was it like, you know how George Lucas wrote out everyone's origin story and he was like, we'll never film these. Uh, it was that Pearl almost like, well, this will help you flesh out your character. Or were they looking to make a movie? He he was looking to write a prequel okay. already. He was like, I really like this character, so I'm going to keep working so on it. So do her. I. I love Pearl. Man, she's wild in this, isn't she? And Mia Goth. This is the year of her. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, you have two movies and a confirmed trilogy all, all of a sudden. It's pretty awesome. So, I know you're excited about this. What did Ty West do with this movie? Oh, we got an Edward trifecta by Ty West. Also, Mia Goth is a producer and writer on this one. Yeah, they did work on this part together because everyone was quarantined together. Which I enjoy. that the And it kind of makes sense because this is such a... Like, X, it was looking at a bunch of different characters. But Pearl was in there. This one is, like, almost centrally Pearl. Yeah, 100%. And so the movie kicks off and... It's weird because we have exactly almost the same opening of X. Like you said, that dolly shot and everything like that. Yeah. Going through, you see the barn, you see the house, you see the pond. And then we see Pearl upstairs trying on her very German mother's dresses and dancing around the room. Yeah. And it's what it's almost, what's the movie from the 80s where it's like, dancing is not allowed. Footloose. I thought that I was going to make a footloose joke. Yes. <laughs> um, But also this... Uh, beginning really sets up what kind of movie you're in for because this is old old hollywood type of movie of the big music swells and the orchestra like the bright colors all the dancing they the over the, the topness like yeah like the way the title card like spreads onto the screen yeah. even at the end of the movie did the old school credits with just like the name and the dots running the whole way across the the screen to their job. And bless Mia Goth, because she did... Oh, we'll, get she, yeah. we'll get there. I don't okay. even want to touch that. That was <laughs> wild, though. But her mother is a German immigrant, like, first-generation American who married her father. Her father is wheelchair-bound because this is, takes place during the Spanish flu, and yeah. I don't think that's supposed to be what he has, but... Because no, the, yeah. the mom does say, you want to end up like him and get the, the germs? I think... She's just talking about she could get very sick. And they keep talking about the germ. Like, you didn't get it, did you? It's very weird with, like, everything that happened in 2020, like, so close still because it's just 2022. And now you're seeing people almost in that time period in 1918, like, walking around with masks on. It's like, don't forget your mask. Like, don't touch anyone. Make sure to wash your hands. <laughs> well, remember, that's when this was written, though. Yeah. When your people are quarantining and hidden, like, from each other, like, while well, they make sure they're okay and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure that definitely had an influence on it. Which, oh, how great is that? Because there's definitely, like, the pandemic movies that oh feel God, like yes. it. Like, I enjoy Bill, Bill and Ted 3. It feels like a pandemic movie. Because there's never more than just a couple characters um, in one scene. They're six feet apart. Yeah, like, a lot of that. But no, this doesn't feel that way at all. But it is a very small cast. It's, like, a very reined-in movie. It's not, like any giant scenes of crowds of people or anything. Yeah, Letterbox only has six people, like, build. Yeah. Which is insane. <laughs> so, but the mom comes up, tells her, go take care of the animals like you told me you would. And she's out there putting a show on for her animals and dancing around for them and everything with the pitchfork. <laughs> and then she's greeting all of them in their pens. Then this goose has the audacity to walk into the bar. It's like, 
What are you doing, Mr. Goose? Oh, God. And it just turns dark immediately. Because it's almost like, um, which is a Snow White that loves all the animals yeah. and stuff. It's almost like that. Like, hi, Mr. Cow. And the cow's like, Roo! <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, my God. We're in person. I forgot to mention. And that's the thing you just did. <laughs> this is what I do alone. I act. I act it out. <laughs> I could just picture a cartoon cow. <laughs> it was because it's just like very like hi, Mister Cow, and whatnot. And then she's like dancing. She jumps up on the hay bales, and then she sees like the goose. And like he says, like, whoa, what are you doing here, Mr. Goose? And she has a pitchfork. And, you know, it's so lined up what she's going to do because she walks over to him all scary. Like, the close-up of the goose. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's animatronic at that time, so you know what's coming. And she raises the pitchfork up. It's so obvious. I'm like, she's going to stab course. like a bell of hay and give it to the goose. Because it's set so much up. But no, it's, it's exactly what makes you think. Just stabs the goose and goes out to the pond from yeah. the first movie. Probably the same gator. It, I don't know how long alligators I think a long last. time. So it could be. But yeah, it's I forget what his name is. But it's like... Fina? Fina? Fina! Come here for dinner! And she does. She just throws... The, and I guess she throws the goose to the alligator or crocodile, whichever it is. She's just holding it out. It pops up. Because remember, it freeze frames. Oh. That's our opening. And then there's Pearl. Yeah. The big across the screen, almost like, yeah, the, like, old, like, 1920s font. <laughs> so there's, that's just setting up, there's no, like, life incident traumatic event that led to Pearl. No, Pearl's just always been like this. Yeah, she even, like, later on talks about, like, oh, yeah, I started killing small animals and they get bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah. So, our beat for beat's not really going to be there, so we'll just kind of run through what we yeah. can. Her life at home sucks. Like, yeah. her dad is wheelchair-bound, and she does take care of him, but she also, it's the year 1910, so we'll get to her picking up the medicine and everything in oh. a little bit. But she has to take care of the animals, take care of her dad. Uh, the mom will yell at her for not helping with dinner, even though she was out doing things for the house, and then she has to feed the dad before she can eat and all this kind of stuff, and... Yeah, she's not having a great time other than when she gets to dance for the animals. It reminded me, and this just came to me, of, like, the witch. Of all they ever do is chores and pray. And when they're not doing those two things, you're evil. Yeah, exactly. That's very good. The witch is very similar on that. But, yeah, it's like they're sitting down to, like, the first... Because dinner is, like, a through line through this whole thing. Because it's all about family and whatnot. Pearl takes, like, one bite of her dinner, and the mom's like... Feed your father. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next day, she has to go into town to get her dad medicine and everything. <laughs> and the mom, I guess, gave her money for it. So she gets into town. She was the pharmacy. And what does she get? Oh, she gets liquid morphine. Yeah. That she just gives to him by the spoonful when he needs it. Yep. Well, and not even that, because she's like, I have a little bit of time. Um, she loves the uh, moving pictures. Yeah, she does go to the Nickelodeon there to go see a, the movie theater to see a picture there. And she pays eight cents to basically watch a video of girls dancing. Yeah. Like, doing the, like, high kick lines. Yeah, like, exactly. But then she's sitting in the movie theater. It's like, you know, like, you've probably, like, stuck a beer in before. And you're like, you open it all quiet and you're sipping <laughs> on it and you feel like, oh, yeah, like, I'm badass. She takes a giant slug of the liquid morphine. <laughs> 
<laughs> she does, and she probably had a great time in that movie. What does that even, like, I remember getting in a car accident, and they gave me morphine, like, through the IV thing. Yeah. And it felt all cold going through my body, and then you just feel, like, numb, and, like, I guess it's, like, what heroin's like. You just, like, uh, and you don't care, and you just, like, slump. She has to now sit in this theater, stay awake, and then bike home. <laughs> yeah, she like, does. <laughs> yeah, she loves it. It's Palace Follies. It's her favorite. And she thinks, oh, they are so perfect to do this. Like, there can't be an ounce of imperfection. Look, I'm going to say, they're just kind of dancing, kicking around yeah. for, like, two frames a second. So I think she was... She could have had a lot of imperfections and no one noticed. She's treating these dancers like I treat basket case. I'm like, it's perfect. It's a masterpiece. And people are like, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> but she goes out to the alleyway. She's about to leave. And then the pro projectionist, yes. I guess, comes outside and he's like, what are you doing here? Do you want a cigarette? Gives her a cigarette, starts talking to her a little bit. And she's like, well, oh, I have to get going. Like, Wait right there. He goes in. Brings the movie she just watched film roll out and cuts out one frame of it to give to her. And and she's like, golly gee, mister, won't that ruin the movie? Well, it's not like people knew how movies were made no. back then in the slightest. So I get it. She, he just cut it. Yeah. But I love the, like, how, I don't know what the word to say is for how Pearl's acting. But it's of that time of she's like a farm girl. She doesn't know a whole lot of things. Like, she's not, like of the world and whatnot. She has these tiny little snippets of like once a month when she goes, gets her father's liquid morphine, she can go watch a dance picture. Yeah. It probably lasts a whole 35 seconds. Yeah. But he gives her like a snippet of the movie. She just watched. They said, I'll just splice it back together. And it's like, well, I really gotta go. Thank you. But this is a cool thing. She's ahead. She never has anything like yeah. it. She's biking home and it blows out of her shirt pocket. And as she's biking, she stops and instantly goes for it. She's on a road next to a cornfield. Check the road and the gra grass right by the road. Because if this tiny frame blew into the cornfield, you're not finding it. No. Well, I also, it's just such like, those like, it reminds me of like a Spielberg movie. Of She doesn't tuck the strip of no. film way down in her pocket. It's sticking out. Yes. It's, you know, like the size of a postage stamp just barely in your pocket. You expect it to last your bike ride home. But it flies away. She immediately drops her bike in middle of the road and runs straight into the cornfield. Like you said, doesn't check around the road at all. Just straight line through the cornfield. And I get what they're doing. They're getting you to the scarecrow. They could have done it in a better way. But she can't find it and she ends up at the scarecrow, which I'm so glad you brought up. Because <laughs> this is a scene. Man. Is there a creepier looking scarecrow than this thing? What, who whittled this thing? Of It looks like a face. Yeah, why are you putting so much detail into the scarecrow? And it, it looks like the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> it's, it's terrifying. Like there's like the crow judges like land. They're like, hmm, not quite scary enough. Caw. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess we'll stay here and yeah. bother the farmer. But yeah, so she... Climbs up the scarecrow post originally because she can't tell which way she actually even came in from the road at this point. She doesn't know how much she turned around and everything. But then she gets up on the scarecrow. She's like, can I have this dance? And pushes in on it, throws it onto the ground, and then I guess just proceeds to dry hump the well, fuck out of it? She dances with it for a minute. And then, like you said, like throws it on the ground. And then, yeah, like climbs on top of it, starts making out with it with tongue. 
and dry humping it. And I was just thinking the whole time, like, you're surrounded by corn. If you want to have a better time, go get a corn cob. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. I expected when she made out with it, like, there would be, like, dust and, like, mm -hmm. a spider or something. Like, ah, that's what I was just thinking the whole time. I kept thinking that the farmer was going to appear out of the cornfield. through that, too. Holy shit. How do you even... Ex you move instantly. Yeah. You leave, like, that so that state and never come back. Yeah, there's no get... Because that's your neighbor. Yes. He, he's going to be showing up dressed as the scarecrow outside her window. Like, on the stake. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey! <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> but no, that's all she does. And then she takes his top hat and bikes back home. Mom's like, what took you so long is the mom's outside chopping wood. Uh, once again, like the witch of uh, there's two things like this is downtime is chopping wood. This is fun times. <laughs> yeah, that's a leisurely activity. Yeah. But, but yeah, the mom's like, what took you so long in town? And she's like, well, mama, I had to bike all the way in there and back. Yeah, and then, like, she doesn't buy it, but whatever. Go take care of your dad. Don't let him sit in his own filth. Yeah, which means dad shit himself, and mom just let him sit in it until daughter got back. Exactly. Wipe your father. That night at dinner, well, no, the next day, pretty much, is our next scene. Cousin Mitzi comes to visit oh. for a second to bring a pig. No, because there was something, because it was later at dinner, because mom brings up, like, you were eight, there's eight cents missing. And oh, Pearl's yeah. like, nah, mama. And mom's like i can count and then she tells her about oh no she says that she bought bought hard candy for the bike ride home pearl's taking one bite of stew and the mom goes well then you're not eating food <laughs> the candy was your dinner then and the mom and pearl's of course like mom i'm really hungry i had to bike all the way to town and back on a bicycle like <laughs> there's some shots of her on the bike that remind me so much of the witch when she was a human form in kansas from the wizard of oz riding the bike around but yeah so the mom just takes her food away no soup for you yeah she's like if there's any left in the morning you can have some then and she does like the teenager thing which i think she I mean, this is the old time, so she could be 12, but... Well, she is married during World War... She's at least, like, 17 or 18, I think. Probably. But she gets up to, like, storm off, and the mom's like, What are you doing? Because <laughs> she's very, like... Because she keeps switching between speaking German and speaking English, but it's... I love her accent. Anytime I get to do the German accents. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they also establish, like, times have been tough on them, especially because... She's, they're a German farm. Right. Like, during World War One, I, I believe, at this time. It would have to be. Yeah, World, it would be World War One. yeah. And, like, so not a lot of people are supporting them, and so money's been tight and everything. That's why Pearl needs to contribute more, because the farmhands left and everything like that. Which, that's just a throwaway line. Is it just like, huh, you're German, and they left because they're in disgust? Like, or do we, they're, who knows? They brought, or they could not pay them anymore. I think it's like they just had options to buy from them or someone else, and they started going to someone else. Yeah. We should mention Howard from X. They yes. are already married in this movie. Like, this, right. isn't, this isn't X or how Pearl met Howard. No. This isn't, yeah, it's not like how the Munsters movie is going to be the origin of their love story. Is what it looks like. Um, because Pearl's reading, like, the love letters Howard sent home from the war. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, in the trenches and everything. Yeah. But that's all. I just want to make sure we mention that. Yeah, they are already married. Yeah. 
the next day, cousin Mitzi comes to visit and her mom, and they bring a cooked dish, oh. which is just a pig. And I don't mean pork. I mean, no. it's still the pig. Like, you can see its face. It's like when they do the whole pig roast at, like, barbecues. Which, they were, I was looking at that thing, I was like, that thing looks so good. Oh, really? That, oh. that creeps me out when I see those. I'm I don't like, uh -uh. care. I just know that pork is so good. I'm sorry, piggy. You're so cute, but I didn't want to get to that meat. Oh, yeah. I, just, <laughs> I can't do it. But they bring it over, and cousin Mitzi secretly tells Pearl, because her mom doesn't know, but there's a audition for a traveling dance troupe that's being held at the church in town next week. I'm going to go. Oh, I, I'd love to do that. You should come with me. It'll be our secret. Okay. That's our first. It'll be our secret of the movie, well, just like an ex. A sister-in-law's got to stick together. Yes. And the whole time you see Pearl's mom and Mitzi's mom in the background of Pearl's mom, it's like, we will not be accepting charities. And it's like... <laughs> yeah, they leave it on the porch, which we'll come back to so many times for oh, this movie. They just leave it there. And it, it does look like they use maggots. That yeah, was not I, I, super I told you, I said, those are maggots. Yes. Pearl agrees and she'll sneak out and go to the audition because she wants out of this town. So the next day is... Man, she really needs to do this audition, Brett. If only she didn't have to take care of her father. Oh, yes. Well, let's just take my father for a walk down to the pond early in the morning. Which, oh my god, the, the father's acting through this is so amazing. Because the whole time, he's a paralyzed dude in a wheelchair. One of those old, like, yeah, like the changeling yeah. with the horror movie. It's like one of those old wheelchairs. But he, so he has to act basically through one eye. Amazing! It's great, He's so good. I'm not even kidding. Like it's wild how much this guy can convey just with his eye expression, not even facial expression, just his eyes. Yeah, and like a little bit of like his mouth will open a tiny bit, and he makes like a kind of noise, but. He's just stealing, like, he would be awesome if he won, like, Best Supporting Actor or something for this. Like, there's a scene, if you want to talk about incredible acting coming up later, that I was like, you know, I, when I'm watching a movie theater, I'm barely actually thinking of, holy shit, that actor acted that speech. Right. But there's actually a crazy one later. Oh, it's awesome. But yeah, it's all about, you know, Daddy, I'm so sorry that you're like this and you're hurting. This is no way for anyone to live. As she keeps inching it closer and closer to the edge of the dock. And here comes the gator. And the dad's eyes shooting around like, uh, uh, help. Yeah, dude, he can't move. And his crazy daughter is pushing his wheelchair over the edge as there's a gator approaching you. And right there you go, paddle. What the mind's on my forehead? Pearl, what are you doing? <laughs> That's better. I don't know what that first thing was. But, no, that wasn't even right. That was Russian. I can't do the German accent today. Pearl? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, you. What are oh, you doing? Just talking to Daddy. Get him in the house. Yeah. She knows, because she knows how Pearl is. And the mom takes the dad from her, and you can just tell the dad is just like, oh, thank fucking God. Like... Yeah, I terrible. messed myself again. <laughs> Wipe! <laughs> uh, that night, Pearl sneaks out and goes to see the projectionist again because she has his audition. I think she wants to study more film, or I don't really know. We should mention when she was making out the scarecrow for a second, it flashed to his face in her head, and she yells, I'm married! But, and it, but it's his face on the scarecrow. There's still the straw sticking out from his neck. Yes. But this is because earlier she like snuck into mom's room and stole a dress to wear and yeah. stuff. And she does the old. And it's like you've done it. If you're a teenager, you sneak out of the house and you go do something else. 
but she's like on walking on the tin roof, so it's like doom, doom, doom. Not straight down either. She gets out and tramps around a bit. The entire time, I'm like, she's gonna come back and be cold. Yeah, I. Oh, I thought for sure later that we were getting yeah. it. But no, she goes out and the projectionist guy starts showing her. You want to watch a film? Sure. What is it? Palace Folly or whatever. You've already seen this one. How about something that no one has seen? Yeah, like I got this from France. He said he got it France. And it's a porn, and it's a silent porn with the cue cards in the middle. It's like, is that a, is this legal? He says, here, no, not yet, but it will be. I want to get ahead of it. But he's showing her, and like I said, it's a silent movie with the cue cards. <laughs> so it's a three-way, like, old-timey porn movie. And there's a part where the little silent cue card comes up and says, May I have a little? And then, like, he switches. I'm like, oh, my God. But it's that great, like, it's the uh, porn that um, Teddy Bear from Friday the 13th Part 4 was watching. Of uh, It's, like, a girl, and she shows her butt and then jiggles it, like, and then laughs. Yeah, and, like, like, like I said, like, two frames per second doing all that. And, but this guy reminded me of, like, the um, producer of the porno from the first one. A lot, definitely. A lot of these characters have the same vibes and everything like yeah. that. But she's, she's kind of, like, blown away by it, and they talk, and they have a glass of wine together, and then I guess he pushes it too far because he said something about, like, I can see you being in one of these or something. Yeah, but which I, is creepy. It's like you are you just met this girl, and you're trying to, like, maybe pick her up a little bit. And you show her, or, or the first quote-unquote date, you show her a porn. Not just a porn, the first porn you've ever heard of in your life. You have never yeah. conceived of such a thing in your head. And now you can be in this movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot like X, like the Lorraine character, kind of. So, after that, she leaves. She goes home for the night, and she does sneak back in. Is yeah. uncaught. Her mom is crying in her bedroom, I think just because of how life's been lately. She goes in, looks at her mom crying, and then goes back to bed and goes to sleep. And this is another one where uh, Pearl sneaks out to see what's up with Mama, and... I thought it was like, are you still wearing her dress? Because if you are, you're asking to get caught. She was. I thought that's what was going to happen. But once it, the mom's facing the other way and is just sobbing. The next day, at the end of the day, they're having dinner. To cut long story short, Pearl tells her, like, there's a dance contest. I'm going. No, you're not. And this is where the fight blows up huge and everything like that. It almost reminds me of, like, the end of Carrie. Where Carrie's a like, lot like Carrie. Mama, I want to go to the dance. A couple times, honestly, when she said, Mama, like there was a couple times I thought of Carrie. Yeah. But they get into an argument about it. No, you're not. I'm sorry that our life is so terrible for you and all this kind of stuff. And she, then it turns like into the hereditary dinner scene blow up. Yeah. And it's like, you think I wanted to, I wanted a husband, not a baby. I had to take care of him all the time. She goes, Fine, you want to leave so bad, do you wish it was better if I was dead? She takes a knife out, holds it up to her husband, so like, what if I just kill him now and make it easier for both of us? And this is just to make a point, I think, to Pearl. But the dad is stuck in the middle of this fight, cannot move. His eyes go huge when she just holds a knife, like, what if I just kill him now? He's like, oh. And he's like... You can tell he's trying to kind of speak. He's making noises. He's terrified because, like, he can't do anything. It's like, why am I stuck between these two crazy women? <laughs> the, the fight goes on. They're pushing each other and everything. And it starts oh. to slap. 
Pearl slaps back, slaps back harder. They're just like attacking each other, and they back up to the fireplace, and the mom lights up. Yeah, she catches on fire, and it's like at first it's very small, and then it's full on, like you said, reminds me of Hereditary. Yeah, she's com- uh, well, yeah, she's completely on fire. And like falls over. Pearl grabs the stew and throws it, it on like her. It's so steaming and hot. Yeah. Too, which like, I'm dr- you're already on fire. Let's dump boiling water on you. I know it wasn't boiling, but still. Did you see what's in the stew? What was it? It's corn! <laughs> <laughs> Big lump of nuts! <laughs> got the juice! A lot of corn in this movie. <laughs> a lot of porn in the first one. Um, but then I thought the mom was dead here. Like, for I thought this was the end of her already. Remember, the dad's just watching in terror as this all falls. The mom's now, like, burned and barely alive. Pearl drags her and just throws her into the basement and locks the door. I like that they don't just immediately kill the mom. Because if we come back to her a couple times, like, at one point she's making noise. Like, Pearl goes down there, like, the fourth or fifth time she goes to the basement. And, like, the mom's halfway up the cellar stairs to, like, go outside. Yes. <laughs> but... She leaves for the night. She goes back to the theater because the guy lives there too. Like that's where his bed set up and everything. And oh, it's and this is once again very old Hollywood. It's raining. She pounds on the door. He opens it, embraces her. You know she's covered in rain. It reminds you almost also like the Spider Man scene. Yes, <laughs> but they start making out and they have sex and. Pearl wakes up the next morning before it's even 6 a.m. Start getting dressed because she has to go practice her dance routine. And the guy's like, here, I'll give you a ride at least. Takes her home and she's like, uh, hang on a second. She runs inside and she's like, oh my god, I'm sorry, Dad, because she just left her dad at the table. Yeah, he's just sitting there and she comes back in the room and you see his eye, like, shoot over to her. Like, oh no. Yeah, oh, you again. I want to mention too real quick. When Pearl and the projectionist are on the way back to her farm... She thinks she sees a soldier oh, walking. They see someone walking, yeah. Yeah, and immediate, but he has a mask on, so you can't see who it is. And um, you immediately think, like, oh, fuck, that's Howard. I did, too. He's like, someone you know, she's like, oh, hard to tell, I don't know. Yeah. And I thought she'd be freaking out more at the possibility of him showing up. Well, because she's, like, rushes awake and, like, throws her clothes on because it's 6 a.m. and auditions are at her 11 for the uh, dance thing. She just nearly murdered her mother the night before. She's got a lot going on. I need to practice is her big thing. But they go back to the farmhouse and like, they just kind of chill for a while and do different stuff until he reminds her like, yeah, don't you got to practice? Well, but, they get back. She goes and moves her dad, cleans them up a little bit, like cleans up some of the bigger mess that there is, but not much of it. And like, make sure, okay, the mom didn't get out. Okay, come in. He's outside smoking, and he sees that the pig that was brought over is still sitting on the porch and has maggots on it. And it's very, like, he, like, looks at it and does one of those, like, sod eyes to it. Like, what the fuck is, why? Like, this is weird. (laughs) She comes in, and she goes up and holds him like she's introducing her boyfriend to her dad for the first time. Yeah. Well, he walks in, no no idea, and Pearl's standing by her father and is like, this is my dad. And he's like, oh, I just fucked her last night. Hello, sir. Yeah, she goes up and, like, stands on him like they're a prom date and everything. And He's then... very uncomfortable. Like, I don't know what you're... We're not immediately married. Yes. But she takes him upstairs. They start making out again. Or she's trying to. He's very nervous because he keeps hearing a noise downstairs, like, smacking around. It's the mom coming up trying to get back out the basement. And 
Pearl was like, oh, it's nothing. No, you really have to go check that out. She goes, okay. And she runs out and she goes, oh, it's the dog. We put him in the basement when he came over so we wouldn't make a mess of the place. That's why the kitchen's a wreck, too. Right. I was like, okay, like, come on, let's go outside. Takes him to the barn, introduces him to all the animals, and... And it's like, it's like if you were in high school, and you just, like, kind of started seeing this girl, and you go over to her bedroom, it's like, well, this is Mr. Fish, like, showing all the stuffed animals. Yes. This is Mr. Fluffy, and, and you're supposed to care, but you're sitting there being like, okay, what's your name again? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, she introduces him to all the animals, and he goes, what's your dog's name? Like, we don't have a dog. And I was like, I thought you told me that, that you had the dog in the basement. He's like, oh. I was like, oh, look at that. He doesn't look at his watch. He goes, oh, look at the time. And then looks at his watch. He goes, yeah. I really got to be going. He's starting to get creeped out. Because then that's when he also like, aren't you supposed to be practicing, right? I better leave you alone. And like, he starts getting weird. And Pearl's like, why did you change? Don't lie to me. Nothing. He goes, did I do something wrong? No, don't lie to me. I can feel it. She starts getting psycho yelling in his face and everything. Yeah. And he's very much like. At first, he's trying to do the, no, everything's fine. Like, you, I, you don't scare me. Nothing changed. Like, I'm just going to go. Like, you do you, your thing. You're busy today. So am I. I got, and he's even like, I got to go start the noon movie. Like, yeah, I got to go start the matinee. He starts leaving. They do this awesome shot where the camera, like, follows him up to the car and then swerves right where, like, Pearl could have been behind it, but we don't see it because the way it turns around. And then it cuts to Pearl standing over him with a pitchfork. And she's like, I'm not living here forever. Something plunges it right into his fucking chest. And I love he had already started his car, and the car starts driving away a little bit. Well, it's because he, yeah, she stabs him, and, like, he starts driving away a little bit. Then it cuts to him. He's bleeding out of the mouth. He's still semi-conscious at this point, but he's, like, definitely dying. But it's just like, put, 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 put. Because it's also the night. it's 1918. So it's... <laughs> Pearl drags him out of the car, takes the pitchfork out, and stabs him in the face. Yeah, through the mouth. Yes, his mouth's hanging open. He's there gagging, gasping for air. She picks up, and only the center one goes through, I yeah. think, but she gets him. And once again, she just leaves him there for like a minute, I guess, because then she goes, I think, and tends to father. Yeah, she goes in to her dad, and she's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to this audition. I know you'll be cheering me on from above. And the dad's like, I'm still here. And she takes, like, the cover for the birdcage, I think it is. No, it's, she takes, because she's like, because uh, he sleeps downstairs, of course, because this isn't, they don't have the uh, power chairs. Yeah. Of course. Uh, like um the old lady in Gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he sleeps downstairs in like a twin bed and she's like fluffing the pillows and then takes the pillowcase off and it cuts to the dad. And that eye does amazing acting again. It's just like, oh, fuck. Like it's signed. It's like doing like Morse code, like yes. help. <laughs> All over the fucking place. And she smothers him. And it's cool because it zooms in on the bird cage as you hear it happening. and The bird's freaking out. Yeah. Um, She goes to our audition next and she's sitting there with her cousin. She meets her there and she's like, why do you have these suitcases? She's like, so I can leave right away because she doesn't need to go back home. She has no one she's taking care of anymore. But And they're waiting there. They're both nervous. Pearl goes in to do her audition. And this, she's doing like the classic dance from the time. But they do this cool thing like where it's like almost showing what it's like inside her head, how yeah. she's doing. And like the curtains open behind her. And it's like 
World War II trench. There's all these fireworks going off above her, and all of a sudden she has a whole troop with her. She's dancing. All the eye kicking. It reminds me of remember the high school reunion episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, and they do the big dance routine, and it looks like they're doing amazing. And then it cuts to real life, and it's like Mac throws his shirt open, and it's like the Michael Jackson like ah, but it cuts to him in real life. He's just sitting there sweaty like. Ah, <laughs> it's exactly, ah. but I think she's still a good dancer, but just no, that was going on. And they also, because they're like, we're going to pass. And then they even say about like, well, because we're looking for a younger blonde. Yeah. And she's, uh, has like, is she brunette? She's, brunette, she's yeah. got dark hair. And she's like, no, no. She starts freaking out. Like, Come on, let's not make a scene. And also <laughs> no! in her head, it flashes. She sees the four judges as Howard, her mom, her dad, and the guy she just killed. But her mom in the burn makeup. Yes. So it's burnt mom. And she's just sitting there like, I told you so. <laughs> yes. And she starts freaking out. They had to basically carry her outside. And cuts to just her sobbing, like oh. snot makeup rubbing. Screen down her crying. Face. Yeah, like just oh. hysterical. And it's not even like how there's, you see a lot of times of like, uh, the actress doesn't want to look bad. So she won't kind of do a cry, but it's like a tear. Mia Goth goes for it. Like you said, there's snot dripping out of her nose. And then it's not even like they cut away and they cut back and no, it's gone. It's big, dripping. Yeah, and she lifts her head up and has a big string going to the oh, arm and everything. Uh, Mia Goth is like one of my favorite actors now. <laughs> oh, she's great. But, you know, she... And then her cousin comes out, and I, I picked up on this pretty quick. I'm like, the cousin never said I didn't get it either or right. anything like that. And she, the cousin is blonde. Yes. And younger. Cousin Mitzi. And she, they're talking. They're like, come on, let's let's get you back home. It's nothing to be this upset over. They go back home. She's like, I'll get you a good drink. She does see the pig that they brought over, like, now horribly rotten on the porch. She's almost offended. Like, is that the pig we brought you? Well, wouldn't you be, though, kind of? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I thought you were putting on the We're Not Taking Charity show, and then you take it inside, because we could have eat eaten ourselves or given it to someone else if I brought you food over at that point. Because they mentioned when they dropped that pig off, they're like, well, we got like four more to drop yeah. off. Yeah, she goes back home, and Mitzi gets her drink, they're talking at the table, and Pearl's like, I feel like there's something that's in other people that I don't have in me, and she's freaking out, she's like, there's just so many things I need to tell Howard, but I can't tell him. And it's like, go oh, pretend I'm Howard and talk to me. Oh, that's a fucking mistake. I wonder how long into after saying that, Mitzi's like, fuck, I gotta get out of here. Pretty immediately, because... This is the scene Greg was talking about earlier. Oh, yeah. Of the long, like, feels like 15-minute monologue. Unbreaking. Yeah, single camera frame the whole time, like, on her, like, no cuts or anything like that. It's wild. And the range of emotion she goes through. Sometimes films try to do that and be all fancy and it's boring. This one, you're like captivated. Oh, for sure. Because she like will break a little bit more of the news that she like shouldn't be breaking. And it's like, oh shit, she told her that. Oh fuck, she told her that she just killed her entire family. Like, Yeah, exactly. She starts with like about... she kicks it off pretty early with the cheating and everything like that. She admits to that pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Then she talks about, at first, like, Howard was honestly just her ticket because he came from, like, a fancier life than hers, like, out of the farm life. But then he decided he wanted to move in on the farm and ruined everything. And Yeah, like, how dare he? Like, why would he do this to me? I wanted out of here, and he doesn't want to leave. And then now he left me here to go to the war. Yeah, exactly. And she drops, like, she does care for him, but this isn't what she wanted. Like, 
that she's going on about her parents. And it goes on for like no joke, like it feels like ten or fifteen minutes. And the entire time, once it starts, you know, it's getting close to the end. She's broken the news that like I killed the projectionist. I killed both my parents. Mom's in the basement, like burnt. And then the entire time I'm waiting for it to cut back to Mitzi to see what her facial reaction I'm is. I'm glad they don't, though, because in our head, I was doing the same thing. Oh. I'm thinking, like, what I wouldn't give for, like, a side-by-side camera. Just watch her face get more and more horrified well, as the story goes on. I knew eventually they were going to cut to her. And I was like, what are they going to do with that? Is Mitzi going to play it cool and just, like, poker face it? Or is it going to cut back and she's like, oh! Like, her eyes are huge. You can tell that's what she's in her head what she's doing but she's trying to like for her own safety i think remain calm and everything she plays it as perfectly as she could have definitely and it's like well i'm gonna go and she goes congratulations by the way pearl says what do you mean on getting the part i'm glad it went to you she goes i did she goes yes you did no don't lie to me and then she stops for a second she's like well thank you i am really excited about it it's gonna be a great time she goes Oh, I'm happy for you that she just turns like, you always get everything you want. And oh. starts screaming and terrifying. And it's like, I'm going to go. And she leaves. And then out behind her, Pearl follows. And just look, at this point, like, because there's a moment where, like, Missy's on the ground. Pearl's on the porch. And they look at each other for a minute. Missy turns around and starts leaving. And Pearl just grabs the axe and comes after her. Oh, and at first, it's just... Mitzi's walking like a normal person, just very normal speed. Pearl just kind of wanders out onto the porch and wanders over to the axe. They're staring at each other the whole time. And, like, the second Mitzi started to, like, do a little bit of a run, Pearl grabs the axe and then does the greatest, like, her, 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 her. Like, the way she walks with this axe, swinging it back and forth in front of her is great. So, like... And I get what they're doing, because this, once again, plays into the old Hollywood, like, grandiose, like, especially in the silent era. Yeah. They had to way overact, which is why a lot of the silent actors didn't make it over to the talkies, and play people came in, and that's how we got Bella Lugosi. Exactly. But, yeah, uh, eventually Mitzi trips, so Pearl catches up with her and axes her in the back a couple times. Well, uh, yeah, she's, like, chasing her. Yeah, she gets a couple axes in the back, and she's still doing the, like, ah! Ah, but she's still getting away. And then, yeah, it's just full on. Yeah, she gets her a bunch of times. She kills her. Goes back inside, and she's resigned herself. In that speech, she has resigned herself to, like, I'm going to live here. I'm going to make it a good home for everyone and everything yeah. like that. And that leads to the pearl that we get in X, pretty much, how she's still stuck there and everything like that. It, yeah. it ties in so perfectly yeah. a lot of things in this movie, which I tried making a mental note of a few more. I remember as a song I've forgotten now, but there's a lot of cool tie-ins to X, if you notice in this. Well, uh, the song Wee Wee Marie that was playing in the silent movie is what she was listening to in X, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, it's also because this is a prequel, and you know where Pearl ends up, which is exactly where she is in this movie. She never leaves the farm. And all she talks about is wanting to leave this farm and get away and have her life. And knowing how X ends, spoilers, Pearl dies on the farm. Yeah, exactly. She it's, never leaves. No, this is exactly where her life stays It's not forever. even like she gets arrested and gets put in jail. Or at least it's somewhere else. No! Your head gets squashed right out front. But she decides... Her first step in just living the normal, simple life is let's make a dinner. So she brings up dead mom's corpse and sets it at the table. Dead burnt mom. Oh, she yeah. She brings father back to the table. And is Mitzi there as well? 
No, because Mitzi, she chops into little pieces to feed to the alligator. That's correct. It's showing that as this is go- as she's setting up at the same time. You get great shots of her chopping the body up, and it's just like very vivid colors of like there's all the blood. There goes her head. She tosses the head to the alligator, and it like like jumps up and chomps it. Yeah. Um, there was a really weird scene too, like before she brings mom out of the basement, where she um like cuddles up to mom. And is almost like trying to be like, she puts her arm around her and is like, everything's going to be okay, right? And like the delusion starts of because mom now is alive and is like, I love you. You're the greatest daughter ever. All the things she always wanted to hear when mom was alive. Kind of Edgini a little bit. Very much, yeah. Yeah, so she throws the pieces of dead Mitzi into the water for the gator. And she's inside and sets the parents up like at dinner. Brings the rotting, disgusting, maggot-covered pig in, sets it up. Right then, what happens? Well, I want to... That, it, this reminds me a tiny bit of uh, Texas Chainsaw, just how yeah. macabre it is. But uh, is this when Howard comes home? Yes. Of Howard, it, it's the giant, old, like, military truck with all the soldiers in the back. And they're all... You could see them, like, punching each other's arms. Like, yeah, we got them, didn't we? Yeah, like, we there will never be another war again. Especially not a world war. No. Um, Howard, you won't be in both of them. No. Yeah, and Howard jumps off the truck and... Um, fuck, what was the farm's name? It, it made sense. Fuck. I, I remember because we pointed it out. I don't remember what it was now, though. But it's like... It was, it's like a saying of, like, everything's fucked up. Like, yeah. it's a whirlwind of, I forget, god damn it, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what it was, but it, we pointed it out, so... It's cool. Yes. But yeah, he gets dropped off there, he comes home, he walks in and sees the table set with the bodies and the well, dead pig there, like, what the fuck, and then Pearl comes around the corner, like, <laughs> holding iced tea, she's like, Howard! And she's super smiley and happy, happy. and then credits roll, but like we said, it's a classic old school credits where it's name and the dots all across the screen to their position. So there's still picture behind as these credits are rolling. With the old school, like, in credits music. Yeah. And it, but it's not just a picture held, it's a camera shot behind it. And she's smiling and it just zooms in super close on her face and she, her smile's breaking and she's like going insane. Like she starts crying, just standing there like that. Holy shit! Also, the music goes from super happy, like, Disney ending credits to just, like, it was just, like, droning, like, it just makes you feel uneasy. And like you said, she looks more and more, like, evil as it goes on because her smile's breaking. She's starting to, like, every once in a while you see her to, like, start to drop it. And I can almost, like, see Ty West behind the camera, like, smile! (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and... That's just it. Just stays on that as the credits roll and eventually closes in. Then, of course, we got we already talked about our post credit scene with the Maxine thing. Holy shit, dude! I can't get over that. Like camera, like held on her face. It's wild. <laughs> what I tell you, at least it's not a Marvel movie. She'd have to do that for like fifteen minutes. Oh my god, yeah, man! Like I couldn't believe that scene. Yeah, <laughs> people were getting up and leaving. I was sitting there like just staring at I, it. If I, what do you mean? Look at her. <laughs> yeah. So. And yeah, we we already talked about the post credits scene, the Maxine announcement. So yeah, that was Pearl. Yeah, really enjoyed it. I did like when we were leaving because the ushers were standing at the bottom waiting for everyone to leave. They're probably like, "God damn it, it's one of these movies with the post credit yeah. scenes." Like, I just want to sweep up your popcorn you threw all over the place. Everyone coming down, they asked, "Um, how, how would you it? like it?" 
And I was like, oh, it's excellent. And you're like, yeah, it was pretty good. The people behind us, they're like, how do you like it? They're like, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, people in front of us liked it. People behind us did not. I did not gauge anyone else's. And I believe, I'm not quite sure, but there was an old couple there during X, when we saw X. We think it was there the was same couple. Another old couple right in front of us. And it's very, like, not like they're in there like, oh, they're 60 and they're still, like, young. And, like, he got up and it's all, like, it looked like it hurt. And, like, they grab their, like, they hold hands, but it's, like, two old people, and they're like, like I, I like to picture it's the same couple. They go home, and they're like, X is, like, revitalized their exactly. sex life. I hope so. They're like, you be Howard, and I'll be Pearl. <laughs> but, so, you want to get into that episode stuff? Yeah, let's go. Uh, count of the Dead? Yes, Count of the Dead. Throbbing War, Count of the Dead, where we tally up the deaths in the movie. Where do you think we're at with Pearl? I'm going to say there's four. You got it, yeah. For <laughs> yeah. and it helped because it kept showing the yeah. four like people, and then they just had to swap out Howard for Mitzi at the end. So yeah, four kills. And um, I because a couple times we thought Mom was dead, and I saw your finger go back down because you're like, no, she's still breathing. <laughs> that just ended up going back up eventually, anyway. Yep, four kills in Pearl. Fuck yeah! Well, that's great. Scout of the dead. Ah ah ah. Now we're getting into my ratings from Dimension Z. Uh, so basically, I'll take something from the movie and I rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. I come up with that thing right now. Okay, I have one. Okay. Because there is food in this movie. There is? I am not going to do food this time. Okay. I want to do something a little different. And they play a lot of, like, with actual film, like physical film, that's the projectionist and whatnot. And Pearl gets that tiny little like frame clipping of a movie. Okay. So I'm going to do a frame clipping from a movie. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Cause I, I, you know, being in the collectors going to cons and stuff, I see these things a lot and there's very huge differences in quality of ones you can get. Yes. So a number one version of a clip of film that you could get the worst version of a clip of film you could get. I'm going to do, it's like, it's a cell from E.T. And it's not even of the alien. It's just like the woods. Or like those you see a walkie-talkie. <laughs> yeah, those are always the worst ones. You see what people like order one. Like, we can't guarantee what you'll get. Yeah. And it's like the woods, the ground, Nothing. anything like that. Um, a number 10 version of a piece of film you could get. The best thing that I could think of with a piece of film. It's like, oh, I know. I was going to say Night of the Living Dead. I thought one better. Plan 9 from Outer Space. Hell yeah. The original film. The, the original Bella footage they yes. shot. Yes. And it, yeah, it's Bella where like the uh, Reverend grabs his arm and he looks up confused for a minute. It's that picture. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm going to give Pearl um, eight pieces of film out of ten. I'm going to put it right there, equal with X. I love this one as much as I loved X. Okay. I went seven pieces of film out of ten. Okay. Pretty much same thing. Yeah. Man, that's, I think, all I have them for. Yeah. Like we said, with it being a new release, it's harder for us to get a lot of, like, extra facts or long-term thoughts on it or anything like that. It would be fun, and this will be probably way down the road, but to revisit some of these that we saw opening. Yeah. And, like, redo X. That'd it's be Like, fun. years down the road or something. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I highly recommend seeing it. See it in the theaters. Because it's so old Hollywood, it makes sense, and it's like adds to the like grandiosity of it. Yeah, it feels like a theater movie. 
Well, unless you have anything else, man. No, that's all I got. All right. Well, we hope that Pearl has left your brain throbbing with horror. Do you like throbbing with horror? Their early shows were a little too avant-garde for me, but I hear if you follow them on the social media, they do terrific work. You should probably rate them five stars wherever you're listening to them. It makes their show a cut above the rest. Make sure you tune in next week. Wouldn't want to miss another episode, right? <laughs> hey, Paul!